Hi, everybody. Welcome to our daily podcast, We Go For It. We're sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. That's you, my friend. This podcast is brought to you by Norman and Advancing Life Projects. Let us help you advance your life project. In this podcast, we embark on a transformative exploration of personal growth and development in order to improve and enhance the results we are getting in whatever worthy endeavor we have seriously chosen and are committed to. Thanks for joining us on our 365-day Best Wishes for You series. This is episode 36, another sweltering August evening. This is the best time to record because it's not so hot. Uh, It's been really, really warm around here, here in Switzerland. I see in the forecast that the heat wave will probably break sometime Saturday morning. So I am eagerly anticipating TGIF whenever it does come. In the meantime, we're going to take a look at episode 36 of our 365-day Best Wishes for You series. And our wish of the day is the following. May you consistently be more of a how thinker rather than an if thinker. Now, what are we talking about? Well, we're always going to ask questions. And I think that when we're working on a project, we're going to need both types of questions. We have the how and the if. And I think both are necessary. However, if we just take them at face value, I like to see the how question as more of a, of a proactive question, whereas the if question is more reactive. What I'm talking about is that when we're asking questions such as, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do to get it done? What are our options? We're being constructive. We're being proactive. And too often we stop at the if question. You know, if this happens, what will I do? And we're constantly looking at circumstances. We're looking at circumstances around us and we're allowing that to determine what we're going to do. And I think that could be a problem, particularly if you are going for something really big that you've never gone for before in your life. In those cases, you're going to find a lot of obstacles. There are going to be a lot of unknowns. There are going to be many things that you're not really sure how you're going to deal with them. And it really shouldn't stop you, especially if it's something you've set your heart on. We've discussed that in previous episodes. Something that is in harmony with with your values, with who you are, that you are in complete vibration with, but it's something you haven't done before. And when that happens, you're going to have a lot of unknowns. And so, yes, the if question is important, but even more so is the how and the what. Why? Because they're very constructive. Now, when I look at the if question, there, there are ways we could ask it, right? We could say, for example, if this happens, what or how, what will I do or how will I respond? And then based on the nature of the question, we start to think of constructive answers. We start to actually go to the, the difficult part, <clears throat> which is to actually think of an answer, right? Think of a strategy. It may not be a great strategy, but it, it's a strategy. Now, this is important 
of course, because when we're planning a project, it would be responsible to try and identify as many obstacles and problems that could occur before you, you get going, before you embark on your, on, your, on your quest, so to speak. So that's fine. And I think it's very important. I think it's very proactive. It's very, it's very constructive. However, many of us fall, use the if question as a kind of, as a kind of rationalization. So the question goes like this, what if this happens and then we leave it hanging through sheer laziness? We leave it hanging. You know, what if, what if I don't know what to do? Or what if, what if this, this particular person I'm counting on doesn't come through? And then we just leave it like that. So it's really, you know, it's it's a really great way to start setting up all these barriers, whether they exist or not is irrelevant, as we set them up in our mind and as we ask this if question and we just leave it hanging there. Well, what's the point? If you're going to use the if question as a way of just setting up barriers and you're not going to actually try and answer the question, then why go through the project in the first place? So we really need to be very careful about how we're thinking, what we're thinking about, and the kinds of questions. In other episodes, we've talked about the, the, the difference between the constructive question and the misleading rhetorical question. And the one that I've just shared with you, well, what if this happens? And we just leave it hanging. That's a misleading rhetorical question. We're almost reinforcing the obstacle and we're giving way too much, uh, way too much credit to the particular obstacle, rather than being pragmatic, objective, matter of fact, and constructive by saying, "Okay, if this particular thing does happen, what will I do? What are my options? How will I respond?" And that type of an approach is going to really take you a lot further than setting up obstacles. There are going to be enough circumstances. There are going to be enough problems that you're going to have to deal with because problems are a fact of life. And it's an interesting thing about problems. And here I digress, although it's not so much a digression, but an extension. Problems are going to crop up whether we sit still or whether we move forward. So if that's the case, then we might as well go ahead and live a life or go after goals that really excite us. This reminds me of a funny story that I read in the book by Robert Wilson, which was a, the book was entitled Playing to Win. And he tells a very, very, very nice story that really makes a lot of sense to me. And I think it's something that we, it kind of, it kind of highlights some of this erroneous thinking that we have regarding things like problems. And the story goes like this. You know, there's this this gentleman who reaches the crossroads of his life and he decides that he's going to try and find out, you know, wiz- get, find some wisdom, you know, and find the meaning of life. And so he decides to go and visit this very, very wise guru who happens to be sitting at the top of this tall mountain. They always seem to be at the top of a mountain. 
And so he climbs the mountain and he gets to the guru and he, you know, he introduces himself and and he says to him, and the guru, before he even stops, he even says anything, excuse me, the guru says to him, you know, I, I know why you're here. And let me just tell you one thing. You have, you have problems. <laughs> you have problems. And the guy just looks at him and he says, well, what do you mean by that? How, you don't even know me. How do you know I have problems? Well, because everybody has problems. And as a matter of fact, I can give you a very precise number. Everybody has 92 problems and you've got them. And the guy looks at him and he says, well, what do you mean? I mean, uh, you know, 92 problems. Yeah, everyone's got 92 problems. That's just the way it is. That's the, I did the math. I've counted. I've, I've, done my, I've done my statistics. And he says, well, what am I supposed to do then? Well, then the, 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 the guru looks at him and says, as if he was, you know, dense. And he says to him, well, you solve them. And then the guy says, and then what? Well, then you get more problems. And he says, well, that doesn't sound like a really promising <laughs> message, you know. I'm going to solve my problems, get more. And the guru says, you know, I, I think I, I see your dilemma. I think I know what, what's going on. And he says, you see, you got 92 problems. But the first 91 problems, that's not really a big deal. Your problem, like everybody else is, is problem number 92, you know what that is? And the guy's, you know, getting kind of exasperated. He feels like he's going around in circles. And so the student, quote unquote, says, okay, tell me, what is, what is this, what is that 90 second problem? That's the worst of them all. And the guru says to him, the 90 second problem is that you don't think you should have the first 91. I think we need to accept that problems, challenges, obstacles, whatever word you want to use, whatever works for you, they are a part of life. We're going to have them. Even when things are going very well, we're going to have problems. Things crop up. It's not to be negative. I'm not a negative person. I think a lot of us are not negative. We might be jaded. We might have had the wrong thought patterns and the wrong approaches and the wrong people supporting us or the, with the wrong message maybe not the wrong people but with the wrong message and it affects us but no i think that um uh, we all have a certain number of challenges of circumstances circumstances are results they've been caused by something but that also means that the solution can be caused by something and i'll tell you what that something is the solutions are going to be caused by how we think. And if we look at things like that, if we look at our problems in t as, as simply little puzzles to be solved as part of a, a, grand, a grand game, and we lighten up a bit and just get constructive and curious about our problems, about our challenges, and we look for solutions, real solutions... And I'll tell you right now, if you're not able to find solutions on your own, there are a lot of people that could help you out, that could maybe nudge you in the right direction, starting with spirit. We talked about that before. We've talked about uh, infinite intelligence. We've talked about intuition. That's a good place to start. You might not find all your answers directly from there, but then there are people around you too.
you need to surround yourself with people that think in a certain way, that think in your way, and that can provide certain answers, solutions, keys, clues, hints, nudges to move you along. Because anybody who says that something is not possible, they say it because they've never really tried. And so long as you have something deep in your heart that is so resoundingly clear to you, something that you really want, that you must really live or be or have or do, then there really shouldn't be any reason why you can't do it. There may be a lot of obstacles, but those obstacles will not be the final word. And that's something that you want to keep in mind. If you've enjoyed today's brief episode, it would be great if you could subscribe to our podcast to stay updated on all of our latest episodes. And remember, please, to follow us on social media for more inspiring content. And as we part ways, I share my sincere wish with you for today. May you always be more of a how thinker rather than an if thinker. Until next time, take care, be kind to yourselves and each other, And remember that ultimately, you hold the key. Thank you for your time.